Savannah. A few nights later, they were getting dressed when the couple left the apartment. That in itself wasn't unusual. One or both of them often left for hours at a time, probably to lure another girl into heroin and sex. Two men were assigned to guard the girls. One of them would take whomever he wanted into the clothing room to fuck, while the second stayed in the living room with the others. The women, listless and dull-eyed, didn't seem to care. After what they went through on a daily basis, no further humiliation was possible. When the first guard emerged, it would be the other's turn. This time was different. The couple usually handed out assignments before they left, including what street corner the girls were supposed to hang out on or what fleabag hotel they were supposed to find. But this time they didn't. Once the couple had gone, Vanna caught a furtive look between the guards as if they knew they had to behave. Had the Ukrainians been fingered by someone, and were they now trying to flee? The other girls didn't seem to notice or care that the couple was gone, but Vanna knew something was off. At the same time, she was powerless to do anything about it. She hugged her knees and rocked on the floor. She stopped when she heard footsteps thumping up the stairs. Male voices murmured on the other side of the door, but she couldn't make out the words. For a fleeting moment, she thought the men were cops and she was just moments from freedom. But when she heard their harsh, Slavic words, which she now knew were Russian, she sagged and resumed rocking. The door opened and three men came in. They were all well-dressed in jackets that looked expensive, designer jeans, and soft leather boots. One man seemed to be in charge, and he gestured to the other two. They cruised around the living room, hauling each girl to her feet. Most were too high to stand on their own, and the men had to support them. The leader looked each girl over in turn, squinted and cupped her chin in his gloved hand. Then he shook his head and the men released their grip. The girls slid to the floor. The leader moved on and motioned to the next. The men proceeded around the room, closing in on Vanna and Jenny. Vanna made herself pay attention. Why were the men checking them out? Did they want a party, an orgy? She studied the man in charge. He had pale blue eyes, almost hooded, but they contrasted sharply with his black hair. Most of the Russians she'd come across had light complexions. His dark coloring gave him a slightly Asian look. He was sinewy and slim, and his clothes fit him like a second skin. He wasn't what you'd call handsome, but there was something about him. It was hard to look away. As he approached, she scrambled up from the floor, but she was unsteady on her feet and the two men grasped her under her armpits. She tried to shake them off. The leader arched his eyebrows as if he was surprised anyone had the energy or motivation to fight. He moved a step closer and grasped her chin in his hand. 
Vanna tossed her head, trying to loosen his grip, but the more she wriggled, the tighter he squeezed, until she couldn't move. Her jaw locked and pain shot through her. When he had her where he wanted, he smiled. It was a strange, crooked smile, a smile that didn't reach his eyes. Mustering her courage, she stared back at him, trying to suppress the fear skittering around in her. She wasn't prepared when his crooked smile deepened, as though her efforts amused him. He dropped his hold and stepped back, pulling his gaze away from her face. He examined her from head to toe. Then he grabbed one of her arms and turned it over. When he saw the tracks on her veins, his smile faded, but he looked at the other two men and nodded. They seized Vanna and shoved her against the wall nearest the door, then motioned for her to sit. The leader moved on to Jenny. She was weak and flaccid and couldn't stand. Still, he examined her, looked back at Vanna, then his men, and nodded again. The men pushed Jenny onto the floor next to Vanna. When he had finished checking out all the girls, he waved his hand and left the apartment. Vanna heard his boots clumping down the stairs. One of the men grabbed Jenny, the other Vanna, and forced them out and down the steps. Vanna's final thought before she was hustled into an SUV was that the leader had done everything without saying a word.